Morning Liberty. Well, what is going on, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. I'm one of the hosts here, Charles Chuck Thompson. With me, as always, for Dumb Bleep of the Week is the Dumb Bleep, Dumb Bleep of the Week purveyor, mm. Mr. Nathaniel Paul Thurston, out there peruving the web, mainly Twitter. For, uh, it's mostly Twitter. And some from the live group, which I appreciate. Yeah, yeah, a few well. things few things we even got a rando in here this week which we normally try to keep randos out because there's a lot of dumb people out there it seems kind of cheap to, to talk about randos saying dumb stuff but sometimes it's so dumb you just gotta you just gotta do it okay you gotta, typically the rule is you gotta you know have a pub you have to write for a major publication mm-hmm. a decently major publication or have a blue check just mark. blue check mark in general that gets you qualified mm-hmm. that's actually the reason people try to get blue check marks is so they can be included in dumb bleep of the week or it has to be like a viral video on tiktok mm-hmm. or something that you know goes crazy i yeah. wanted to ask you something yes uh, how you doing oh i'm doing great thank you it's friday i um i'm i think i might do nothing this weekend which is amazing i'm really pumped about that doing I'm nothing jealous yeah so I'm going to try and do that, except for work on something for the trading class that I've been working on for a bit. So that's actually going to take all my time, I guess. And remodel your bathroom. I, re- I finished that last night. Whoa. Yeah. How yeah. about that? Finished you know, you that say last I night. never ask how you're doing. So I know. I just, that's one of the I know. That's why I was so thrown off by the question. Before we get into the dumb, I just wanted to see how dumb you were feeling. <laughs> pretty dumb. Pretty dumb. There's a lot. Of, when you read, have to read all of this stuff or watch all these videos, you start to feel pretty dumb along with everyone. But you just got to remind yourself that, hey, you're right. And so that is what we do on Fridays. We go through all of the dumb stuff. Finally, we can make fun of them. The live uh, people here in the chat on Discord are going to vote. We have a total of eight. And we're doing it a little bit different because some people said multiple dumb things. And I felt like they needed to be included. Each number dumb is about a specific person. Now, they might have had a couple entries, but each dumb stands for dumb A this week. And so we're going to vote for our dumb A of the week for for each person. So anyway. Or DD. Exactly. Dumb donkey. So, Charlie, you got number one here right now. We were watching the video a little bit earlier. Uh, this guy's name, I'm pretty sure, is Ari Melber. He's a host on MSNBC. But Oh, that Ari guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, this this article right here is from the Daily Wire uh, for the headline. I thought it was a funny, funny headline with a picture of Trump. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. So, dumb bleep number one here. MSNBC host now complains elections could be swayed through Twitter censorship. Now, now elections could be swayed through Twitter censorship because of Elon Musk. Just now. It's never happened before. And and he's super worried about it. So let's see what he has to say. They have laws for that that are still in the books, but the Congress hasn't gotten around to limiting whether someone can own all of Twitter. And as we discussed in one of our special reports just last week, if you own all of Twitter or Facebook or what have you, you don't have to explain yourself. You don't even have to be transparent. You could secretly ban one party's candidate or all of its candidates, all of its nominees, or you could just secretly turn down the reach of their stuff and turn up the reach of something else. And the rest of us might not even find out about it till after the election. Elon Musk says this is all to help people because he is just a free speech, philosophically clear, open-minded helper, a world helper, if you will. Is that true? That's um, 
That's a great question. Great question. I like how he physically turns the knobs. Yeah, he's you turning know, down the dials. Turn, dial, turn down, turn up, mm-hmm. all those things. You know, what's interesting is is that this is just, uh, this. all this is, is a left-wing conspiracy theory. Crazy conspiracy. Yeah. And so if you believe this, well, it's not even worth listening to. Mm-mm. Because that's just, uh, it's just, you know, human supremist left-wing <laughs> conspiracy theory that uh, shouldn't even be mentioned should that be the strategy now should we just talk about how these people are crazy like no one would ever do that okay exactly we need to take that ground take the moral high ground what they're saying is dangerous to the republic this yeah we should there should be an explanation on spotify for this episode that we played this video (laughs) because this is just crazy conspiracy nut job yeah yeah like you you actually believe this ari wow Okay, so don't bleep number one. That is Ari Melber. What if they were to do this? Number yeah, two. Maybe maybe we do have to point out the obvious, the fact that they uh, deleted a president's account, mm. by the way. Yeah. Uh, they, they also suspended the New York Post after posting the story about Hunter Biden's son's laptop and how that was a crazy conspiracy theory. That was censored all over the place, and I believe YouTube was banning people. For that as well, if you were talking about those types of things, we have the Wuhan lab leak and all these things contributing to um, elections and all kinds of stuff. There's also magically, magically, now we don't know exactly why, but this week there's been a lot of people on the right, just say the right, that have magically gained tens of thousands of followers uh, to hundreds of thousands on Twitter. Now they're saying that it's because people are coming over to the platform now that Elon Musk bought it in October. But also <laughs> but, accounts like AOC lost a bunch. President Barack Obama Obama lost 300,000. No, it was like 50,000, but it, no, it was 300,000. I will have to confirm those numbers. Go look it he up. He lost a number of thousand of followers. Mm-hmm. Now, well, he typically gains like 5,000 a day. <laughs> so now, what they said there was that's all people leaving, of course, but that all happened right there on the first day, right then. I don't know. He hasn't even finished the purchase yet. Let's go to dumb bleep number two, which we've got Ari on here again, but he's not actually the subject of the dumb. Elizabeth Warren gets a couple videos right here because she's also very concerned. So the next two go to uh, Elizabeth Warren. What's oh, up, Chuck? Hang on. Obama, who is Twitter's most followed user with 131.7 million followers, saw his follower count fall by 300,000 mm. since Monday. So I was right. <laughs> <laughs> Katy Perry lost over 500,000. That's quite a bit. That's that's nuts. What's going on here? Nothing, yeah. nothing to see. No, no, that would never happen. No All right. Deal. So let's uh, hear from Elizabeth Warren real quick. Nope, that's not how you do it. Let's play this thing. We're joined now by Democratic Senator from Massachusetts, Elizabeth Warren. Uh, Welcome. You have warned about the growing power of big tech. Uh, What do you see in Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter? I see that we need to make two big changes. The first one is we need a wealth tax in America. And let's talk about how Elon's purchase here was subsidized by tens of millions of people who've paid their taxes every year. And the second part is we need rules of the road for big tech. But ultimately, what all this boils down to, who's going to have the power in our country? Are we going to make these decisions as a democracy or is this going to be Elon Musk all by himself 
off in a room, a bazillionaire who just plays by his own set of rules. That's really what's at stake here. That's the new word. Is there something Congress could do um, to regulate the control of these companies? And I, I mentioned briefly comparing it to utilities. Um, are there aspects of social media companies that operate at a level where there should be uh, a different form of regulation? Or do you think it's generally fine right now? No, we we need rules of the road. And look, there are going to be rules. Like I said, the only question is, will Elon Musk decide all the rules by himself in a dark room? Or is it going to be the case that we're going to decide this as a country? We're going to make rules in a democracy. And let me just give you an idea behind. Okay. Is he going to make these rules in his lair? In his dark room. In his dark lair. Not that there's any rules that are ever made in a dark room in Congress at all. You know, yeah. They never retreat back to a, to a dark room. Oh, God. But she keeps harping on this idea that there's just, there's no rules. They don't have any rules or regulations that they mm-hmm. have to abide by. Uh, Robert Reich III is going to be talking about that here in a little bit. You know, he, ma- he made it private so we wouldn't have to follow any laws or regulations. That's... Well, if you know this, only publicly traded companies are subject to U.S. law. That's uh, mm-hmm. basically it. That's um, why we're a private company, too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She comes out with the idea that we got to have wealth taxes, of course. Now, why is that? That's because you got to stop people from having all of this wealth because now they're just buying this power. And she says that this comes down to, there's a little glitch in the video, what this comes down to is power. Mm-hmm. Who is going to have the power? Is it going to be Elon Musk or is it going to be the people that have this massive amount of power? And so, also, I don't know if you know this or not, folks, but even private companies have boards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. And there are majority owners and minority owners in private companies as well. They're just not publicly traded. They're not beholden to any shareholders, but the private shareholders. There are still private shareholders, yes. by the way. Morgan Stanley is going to have shares. Morgan Stanley is going to have a big portion of Twitter, yeah. actually, while they're financing this still, loan. It's still equity. Yeah, they're by still, the way. And uh, and and so she's very concerned about who's going to have the power, as you can tell, also from this next part of Elizabeth Warren's number two dumb bleep right here. Oh my gosh, what is up with this PowerPoint today? Democrats just need to get caught trying. Look, what you're hearing me say, first of all, is that not everything has to go through Congress. We picked the example of student loan debt. That would affect about 43 million people. That matters. It would affect them directly and affect their families. Now, what's cool right there is right after talking about who has the power, because she's super concerned about that, she goes on to say, in the next clip, listen, not everything has to go through Congress. The president can do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. All right. He can do whatever. Yeah. So what power is she really concerned about right now? That's what I want to know. Her own. Her own power. Yeah. The government's Staying power. In power. Yeah. Yes. That's what she's worried about because it's not, it's obviously not the people when she goes on, I believe the next day talking about how, uh, well, you know, no, we don't have to put everything through Congress, which is the people supposed to be the people that are voting on that it's just this specific thing it's got to go through the people all right it's just bazillionaires Mm -hmm. that's what it is that's what has to go through congress they need rules of the road all right so that's elizabeth warren number two for dumb bleep number three senator ed markey charlie you got this one all right 
Elon Musk and a handful of billionaires now have dangerous influence over the most powerful online platforms. Is Zuckerberg a billionaire? No, no, it's no, he doesn't. No, is the owner of Reddit a billionaire? They've been totally fine with the power that that Zuckerberg has because okay. it's a publicly traded company. Yeah. So there, there's nothing to worry about there. They can't be trusted, and self-regulation has failed. We must pass laws to protect privacy and promote algorithmic justice for internet users, especially for kids. <laughs> especially for kids. And he forgot people of color. What? Well, you can't believe a word this guy says because he left off POC. What the actual F is algorithmic justice? It's exactly what it means, Nate. It's justice. Justice. If you, if you don't agree, then you don't like justice. Death by algorithm. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. You Let know, the algorithm decide. People have been suffering from a lack of algorithmic justice. And in fact, it's really just minorities, uh, people of color, people on the left, of course, suffering from, uh, from algorithmic justice kids. and kids. That's one of the main problems. So I like, you know, it checks some stuff off the list. Probably the character count is what kept him from saying POC and LGBTQ plus IA and all Supposedly, that, you know, but, but, um, anyway, algorithmic justice is them getting to decide what the algorithms are. That's a, uh, that's what I figured out. It is. Yeah. Oh. This is all just so interesting. And uh, I am for, from here on out, I'm chalking it up to left wing conspiracy. Mm hmm not jobs. And yeah. So you shouldn't even converse with them. Trying to subvert our de democracy. Yes. Probably. Mm -hmm. Is what's going on. That's what they're doing. Now, I know I know what y'all are thinking. Nate and Chuck, dumb bleep of the week. It's great and all, but you guys hardly ever take the time to make fun of a Holocaust survivor. And you're right. And we noticed. Yeah. Okay. We hear you. We hear the live group that's been saying that. All right. So from salon.com. Holocaust survivor wants Elon Musk to keep Twitter free of hatred. There's no hatred on there right now, by the way. Mm. There, there will be after he takes it over. Gabriella Major has made it her life's mission to ensure the world would never forget the horrors of the Holocaust. As a two-year-old in 1944, Major and her family were rounded up by the Nazis. 28 members of her family were murdered at Auschwitz. That's horrible. That's bad. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. As reported by the Daily Beast, she's imploring the owners of social media platforms not to allow the forums to be used for Holocaust denialism under the guise of free speech, in quotes, right there. Mm. Now, you got to remember, in Canada, with their new law that they were putting up there, Holocaust denialism includes downplaying the Holocaust, which is the worst thing to ever happen in human history. And so denialism also includes downplaying the worst thing to ever happen in human history. So that's important to remember as well. Two years ago, she criticized Facebook and its Jewish founder, Mark Zuckerberg, for not eliminating such hate speech. Quote, now that Elon Musk has purchased Twitter, critics have expressed worry that the site may soon be even more overrun by neo-Nazis. From Ukraine. It's one of the main... <laughs> <laughs> One of the main problems. Uh, <laughs> this is the finest support Nazis in the Ukraine because they're battling Putin. Mm -hmm. Who's an even so, worse Nazi? Who's Yeah. Like, yeah. Musk. I mean, he's like ugh, evil. Ugh. Real bad. He's yeah. one of the bad Nazis. So you can support Nazis when they're fighting Putin. Mm -hmm. um, Musk's past posting of Hitler-themed memes 
including one comparing Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau to Hitler, prompted a strong rebuke from the Auschwitz Museum. Quote, she said, there should be zero tolerance. That's what I want to hear, zero tolerance. What we can do before it really takes hold and takes roots on Twitter is caution Musk and say, we're glad we have this other social media, but we're concerned that it should not become a platform for hatred. It's a very big platform and we would like to support it, but only if it's disallowing express expressions of hatred. Like, like posting, uh, you know, comparing Trump to Hitler. No, no, that's a, it's okay when you're right. No, that's, that's what okay. I'm saying. Like, we, yeah, like that's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's totally fine. Yeah, but we want to make sure we don't compare Trudeau to Hitler. Mm-mm. But Trump to Hitler is fine. Like, yeah. That, that is not an expression of hatred. Well, like I said, it's fine if you're right. Which is how, you know, uh, they view the world right Mm -hmm. there. Like anti-expressions of hatred, like anti-Semitism or the targeting of any people, including spreading the unfortunate hatred that exists right now. Now, she very well could be talking about both. It's possible. And she may not support the neo-Nazis in Ukraine. (laughs) I was making those jokes. Yeah, we don't know. She actually could seriously want everyone to stop comparing anyone to Hitler. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's I don't know her major... Her name's her last name's major. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know her, so she could very well be. But this obviously is from Salon, so it's an article from the left, who clearly doesn't realize that they probably retweeted the comparison of Trump to Hitler oh, multiple times. I bet we could go on Salon's website right now and read 137 articles about Trump being Hitler. Yeah, whole articles. Yeah, she is concerned about one person who has demonstrated little sensitivity to the Holocaust. That's what you demonstrate when you compare someone to Hitler. Is no sensitivity for the Holocaust, yeah. of course, if you're on the right or the perceived right these days, which I guess includes people who want free speech because Musk still actually wants a UBI. On the right, and all, by the way, yeah, Did I saw that, that post. Graph? Yeah, yeah, having control of the worldwide social media outlet. We need to make this a better world, unfortunately, when so much power is in the hands of one person who's monopolizing it. Who knows? Who knows? Mm. So I just had a couple of things to say. The main thing is we didn't get the Holocaust because we had too much free speech in Germany. Okay. I read Halo Cause. Halo Cause. Well, it's corrected. <laughs> that kept happening, by the way. It kept correcting it to Google won't even let the Holocaust. You can't even talk about it. <laughs> they must even, have known what we were going to say. Can't even type it out. You didn't get it because of too much free speech. There's actually this pretty cool thing in here that I found from Stephen Hicks. Uh, that was a, a a good opinion on this, and this had to do with Germany deciding that they were going to allow the sale of Mein Kampf. It was banned for a while but uh, that they were going to allow it. And he was writing in favor of allowing it, you know, and he said, it's neither logical nor rational nor sane to ignore a set of ideas that continues to animate movements around the world. Suppressing dangerous ideas is much more dangerous than fighting them openly. A free society can work only if most of its members understand what principles a free society depends upon and what they are better and that they are better than alternatives. That presupposes that they know what the alternatives are. So it's a good point there that he's making is when you when you hide all of these other ideas from people, are the you're really trying to construct society at that time, but are you really creating better people that don't agree with those things? Because they don't even know about some of those things. So they really haven't made the decision to choose the better option anymore. It's like uh, you know, sheltering your 
kids and not letting them ever go do anything like did you when they move out did you really create a really good kid that makes really good decisions or did they just not have the opportunity to make bad decisions then they end up you know bringing home baby nine months later or something like that (laughs) you know not that there's anything wrong with that that's totally fine babies not that there's anything wrong with babies no no that's fine yeah So he says, there are no shortcuts in our ongoing cultural education. Every generation must discuss and debate the great ideas, true and false, known and possible, healthy and dangerous, and become intellectually armed so as to defend and advance liberal civilization. It's best to have all the cards out on the table. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right? That way you're just like, like the whole, like, look what happened in The Lion King. Okay? I I haven't seen that in quite a bit, but yeah. Mufasa said, we don't go there to the dark places. Well, where's the one of the first things he does as a preteen? Ends up over there with the hyenas. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Laughing and being chased mm-hmm. around on the dark side. You know? You can't control people in that way. The best way to win is with a better idea. Some, it's the only way to win. Sometimes the urge to censor, I agree with you. I just... um. I need to watch The Lion King and brush up on some of that for sure. Sometimes the urge to censor focuses on the symbolism of allowing evil books to be published. Not censoring Mein Kampf, for example, is a statement by the authorities that they consider national socialist ideas to be within the range of acceptable opinion. But we should remember that a free society rejects the idea that it is up to the authorities to decide what opinions are acceptable. That's our job, each of us individually. In his dissenting opinion, in a classic case in American censorship, Justice Potter Stewart made this remark. He said, censorship reflects a society's lack of confidence in itself. There is an important symbolism built into encouraging robust free speech. We can handle it. So let us strive for that self-confidence. We have the smarts and the character to deal with the Adolf Hitler wannabes, as well as their clever but evil. What does that say? Um, the, 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 uh, Pu- the Putin's uh, kleptocracies. The, it's the kleptop- kleptocracies. Theo, <laughs> Theo, 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 right. Theo Reticens. So finally, what everyone has been waiting for was for us to include a Holocaust survivor in Dumbleep of the Week, and we were able to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, It's about time. So that was number four. Charlie, you got number five All right. from whoever the hell uh, George Monbiot. Bonbiot, blue check mark though. Yep, that's all so that matters. He, yeah, qualification there. Yeah, he tweets out here: Elon Musk's free speech absolutism is lethal. Persuasion is the primary detriment of human action. Hate speech leads to acts of hate. Lies destroy democracy. Curving hatred and lies preserves other essential freedoms. Musk's vision for Twitter is not a promise, but a threat. A threat. And, you know, I look at all of these places in history, like Nazi Germany, mm. Stalin's USSR, and Lenin's, for that matter, Mao's China, Pol Pot's Cambodia, uh, Hugo Chavez's and Maduro's Venezuela. I look at all of these places where massive atrocities have taken place, and the one thing, the one thing that is true of all of those places, as at least as far as I can tell, is they had a primary free speech absolutist mm-hmm. controlling everything so that people could say whatever they wanted. Yeah, that was it. 
that when you trace back those different countries, uh, it all leads back to the principle of free speech. Mm-hmm. That's actually what it was. So like absolute free speech. Mm-hmm. You could say anything, anything that you wanted. You wanted. Mm-hmm. There were no limits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you're right about that. <laughs> totally right. Um, and this is what this is what blows my mind about these types of things. Again, left wing conspiracy craziness, actually, because when you actually go look at the facts of the matter, the complete opposite is true. Like what they're 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 literally telling you that what you are for is fascism while arguing for facet fascism mm-hmm. and authoritarian author, authoritarianism like they're literally using authoritative language to say that you don't want this because it's authoritative it's insane they're using the fear of fascism to institute fascism it's insane mm-hmm. it's pretty smart it's, i'll say that it, it is but go. it's also insane Go with the next, do the next one here too, because I have to talk about my favorite economist, Robert Reich III, coming up here in a second. So you can, uh, you can do Pramila Jaipal. So this is your favorite representative, Pramila Mm -hmm. Jaipal. So she tweets out, you guys know who she is. We've done, she's been on Dumbleep before. This is number six. Number six. She tweets out, just a reminder that from 2014, 2014 to 2018, Elon Musk paid an effective tax rate of 3.27%. The average working family pays an average tax rate of 13%. It's time for a wealth tax in this country. <laughs> of course, Pramila. Of course. Now, it's weird that she chose 2014 to 2018, isn't it? That does sound weird, yeah. It, it seems kind of random. Must have been alive longer than Uh no, I think he um I think the, those were his years that he was alive. He died at the age of four. Um, <laughs> is what actually happened. What I can tell, you don't want to count the fact that he just paid the largest tax bill in human history that's ever happened. Ever. Just a few months ago. Literally ever. You know, that's not it was at it 11, all. $11 billion? Pretty sure the interest rates went down when he made the payment. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, um, it, was, it was somewhere around $11 billion. And they've decided to do so this Elon thing. Elon Musk in one year paid more tax than like 100,000 families would ever pay <laughs> in their entire lifetime. Mm-hmm. They've used this thing now called the effective tax rate, which is catching on because it's a way to just say things that you want to say. And now they count what your wealth increased during that time inside of what your tax rate was. So they're counting the unrealized wealth in your income and then calculating what your income tax was or what your total tax was on something they've counted as income. And now that's become mainstream to do for people on the left. They're just acting as if this is a thing that you're going to count. Not mentioning the fact that that income could all disappear the next year, like it did for Mark Zuckerberg, by the way, who all the money that they made during 2021 all disappeared in the span of a couple months here in 2022 actually went down below. Now they popped up 18% yesterday. So might've got back in the positive pooling from one random year if you wanted to. So there's no or way to institute this to tax. Elon Musk, by the way, because Tesla's down off its highs as well. Yeah. Comparatively. They're up pretty good today since he said he wasn't selling any more shares. But um, I wanted to mention this conversation I had. I was talking to someone uh, on and this person's actually got their own dumb bleep on dumb bleep number number eight. Uh, this person said, according to ProPublica, 
Warren Buffett's wealth grew. Now, ProPublica was using the effective tax rate, counting someone's uh, net wealth gains. Warren Buffett's wealth grew by $24.3 billion. Between 2014 and 2018, he paid 0.1% taxes on it. Meanwhile, Elon Musk's wealth grew by $13.9 billion, and he paid 3.27% in taxes between that time of 2014 and 2018. Now, he just paid $11 billion in taxes uh, to start the year. For That's not important. So I said my 401k increased 15% last year. Should I have paid income taxes on that? Well, yes, you should, Nate. Now, I thought that she would say, well, that's different. Those people's retirement incomes. No, she came back with, if you want firefighters and cops and teachers and libraries and roads, Medicare and Social Security and garbage pickup, then yeah, you should pay taxes on it. Garbage pickup? You have garbage to pay pickup. for garbage pickup. I pay for garbage pickup yes, separately. <laughs> what is he talking who's about? Getting, who's getting free garbage pickup? Libraries? Free. What year is this? Free who's getting free of that? There's and, actually a lot of people who, lose, who use libraries, Nate. Uh, Okay. I, I don't. So she but. went She went with that. I didn't expect that as the response, to the truth. I thought she'd come up with something else. But I had a nice if-then statement printed out on my head already for what yeah. I was going to respond with. And so then I said, well, my 401k is down 20% this year. Should I get a check from the government to compensate me? You know what she said back? Nothing. No response. No response. But she also responded about 45 times to all the other conversations that were going on on our page. You silenced her. Nothing, no response to it. I did see a, a lot of notifications from this mama of three. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. So that's the thing. You pay taxes when it goes up. When it goes down, well, you're out of luck. Just totes out of luck when it comes to that. Okay, speaking of some of this craziness. Oh, and that Tom, was. Tom here says you do have to pay taxes on your 401k when you, when you withdraw it in retirement. Yes. Also, same for billionaires who sell their taxes and then mm-hmm. want to withdraw cash. Now, you have to pay tax on that too. I was using a 401k example in the conversation because I don't have a 401k. I have a Roth IRA. So I pay taxes before I put the money but in. But most it. people know what a yeah. 401k is. And I was just trying to stay in the realm of possibility, you know, because the Roth went up 35% last year. But um, I, I just wanted to talk about what most people have from their jobs. What about the value of your house? You know, you're going to pay whatever that was. Do I owe some kind of tax on the, you know, a couple hundred thousand or whatever the value of my house went up? Do I need my to pay a tax on it? 40% and it's not done yet. Yeah. So you got to pay a tax on it. Should I be paying taxes? You're going to have to the... sell the house to pay the tax. <laughs> but your net wealth went up. Yeah, I guess so. When billionaire, okay, this is number seven, Robert Reich III. He's got a couple entries in here, Mr. Robert Reich. He put out this piece on his Substack which doesn't have very good screenshots. I'm sorry. Here's the article title. When billionaires talk about freedom, watch your wallets. Because you know billionaires, they just go around stealing money from people all the time. That's all they do. It's more freedom. The more money they're going to forcefully steal from you and put you in prison if you don't give them the money. That's right. You know? So now he could have said. You know what billionaire actually is robbing you? What? Nate. It's that. It's that family, the family that owns Louis Vuitton and that all those retail shops. Yeah. There's the one. They're actually stealing from American men. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Yeah. It's all right. that family. What's so, that family? They're like the fourth richest family. I, know, I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name now. Something Holdings. But I, I can't remember what it is. Anyway, they own Louis Vuitton and a myriad of other high value retail shops. I'm pretty sure they own Victoria's Secret too. Hmm. Who so knows? Whatever that holding company is, it's a it's a family. 
So Robert Reich, Bernard. he says, uh, adult? Yeah, I don't know. Something like that. Uh, when billionaires talk about freedom, watch your wallets, because you know that they're just going to take stuff away from you for sure. Elon Musk struck a deal today to buy Twitter for roughly $44 billion in a victory for the world's richest man. Now he doesn't have to be accountable to anyone. Hey, it's a free market, right? I'm reading from his mm-hmm. still. Musk says no one, no, he doesn't have to be accountable to anyone at all. Who cares? Not the users of Twitter. Nothing. No, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Musk says no one should object to what he wants to do with Twitter because he's a free speech absolutist. And who can be against free speech? Besides, if consumers don't like what he does with Twitter, they can go elsewhere. Freedom to choose. This is the free market, free speech, free choice. It's all free. But when billionaires like Elon Musk justify their motives by using freedom, beware. When leftists when leftists justify their motives by democracy, beware. That's it's all it's all projection. It's all manipulation. It's, it's all so, gaslighting all wow. the time. They actually seek freedom from accountability. That's they want to use their vast fortunes to do whatever they please, unconstrained by laws or regulations, shareholders or even consumers. Because that's how you make money. Yeah, that's that's uh that's how he's going to make money off of it. Um, and by You're the not way, not beholding to anyone, you don't have to provide value to anyone at all. No, at like literally nothing. Not for like the twenty one billion that Morgan Stanley put in on the deal. You just own it. Mm-hmm. You just own it and do whatever you want with it. Doesn't matter. And and also unconstrained by laws or regulations. Did you realize that the only way you're constrained by laws and regulations if, is if you're listed on the on the stock exchange? Mm-hmm. That's the only way. There's all the other businesses. So it turns out there's like 10,000 businesses that are regulated and that have to conform to U.S. laws and regulations. All the other ones, it's just anarchy. You can do whatever you Free want. Free for all. Yeah. Who cares? They do whatever they want. You can spew hate speech. You can <laughs> discriminate your hiring practices and everything. The free market increasingly reflects the demands of big money. And when you're not in a free market, by the way, there's no one with big money pulling the strings Mm -hmm. at all. The government not reflecting the demands of big money. No, Putin's poor. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. He goes on to say, there is no free market in nature. The free market depends on laws and rules. That's not true. (laughs) It's literally the opposite of fact. Literally, free market is just natural. Now, I think you need uh, enforcement of contracts between individuals is a is a step that would be taken uh, because if no one followed, but then again, if no one followed the contracts, then people wouldn't do business with you anymore, and you wouldn't last very long. So, I mean, when I think of nature, I take it back to the animal kingdom. mm -hmm. Okay. Like if this lion was going to share his feast with you, that's the contract. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then you end up eating all of it and he doesn't have any. And he's real mad about that. Well, he's just going to take you out. And so that you voided the contract there, man. There's I'm going to take you out and won't share any more meals with you. Like you learned the lesson there. Like, the, and that's the way the free market works, by the way. Uh, so in nature. Well, he used in nature. In nature. Mm-hmm. Right. So to... Do you think that the lions have this, you know, lion government? Well, there there is, is setting rules for their territories and how much zebra they can kill and eat. 
What he's saying is stuff? there is no market unless the government creates it. Yeah. That's, that's basically it. No market unless they create it. Can't have market without rules. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you have enough money, you can lobby or bribe legislators to make changes in those laws and rules to make you even more money. Just Which like unions. Sounds like more of the uh, government-created market that he's talking about, but whatever. You can also get the government to subsidize you. Musk has received a reported $4.9 billion so far. Mm-hmm. True, to some extent. No, it's not Musk. Well, Musk hasn't yeah. received any money. Now, companies that he tries the controlling ownership of have. Yeah. I um, the the issue I have with the numbers they use on this, and there there obviously is money that they give out to Musk's companies, um, but they also count like if NASA uses SpaceX to take their astronauts to the space station, and they pay SpaceX to do that, then they count that in the subsidies. Yes. They count that as money that Musk is getting to live off of the government. All right. Now, that just makes the government one of the clients that he has. They're probably also counting the, um, what, the electric vehicle credits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the, so those tax credits and things like that, that that you get. Plus, they were selling credits because they produced way more than they needed. So they were selling, selling carbon credits. They were yeah. selling carbon credits to other car manufacturers who weren't meeting the demand of the federal government, the rules that they set on climate change, which is mankind's number one worst thing in the world. I mean, all right. Can't believe you're receiving government money for that. Musk said last week that he doesn't care about the economics of the deal and he's pursuing it because it's extremely important to the future of civilization. Fine. But who anointed Musk to decide the future of civilization? The market. All the people did. <laughs> Thank you. Everyone who gave him all this the, money. The literal market. Really, yeah. there's going to be 20 million shares of Tesla traded today. That's, those are the people that are nominating him mm-hmm. to do that, okay? Consumers of social media don't have much freedom of choice. If consumers don't like what Musk does with Twitter, they can't simply switch to another Twitter-like platform. There aren't any. <laughs> which is, Which is weird because I thought you were just supposed to go build your own platform. <laughs> you know? But also there are plenty. Yeah. Parlor. You can go <laughs> there's, on Parlor. There's you actually can go on True Social now. So there was a nice uh, defiant L's on here that we have on the screen right now. This is from 2021. This wasn't actually from Defiant L's. I don't think it doesn't look like theirs. Anyone who is saying Twitter's ban violates the First Amendment, this is when they ban Trump, doesn't know Twitter is a private company and the First Amendment protects individuals against the government. Doesn't protect you against those private companies. That was in 2021. Twitter's a private company. They can do whatever they want. Mm -hmm. Now he says, Musk and his apologists say if consumers don't like what he does with Twitter, they can go elsewhere. But where else would consumers go to post short messages that can reach millions of people other than Twitter? The free market increasingly reflects that the man's a big money. That's what he went on to say. Mm. Is there ever any just cognitive dissonance are there ever any errors happening in people's brains when they're doing this i think what's happening the more that we're in this space is i think they know exactly what they're doing Mm. i think they know exactly like this is all literally a part of agenda you can't break caricature you have to say certain things the certain buzzwords they all have to be out there and they're doing it because they make a lot of money doing it Mm -hmm. like you gain a massive following you're not going to be banned from anything 
So like you don't, you're not running the risk of your, of your monetary gains stopping. You can write books, you can sell merch. It's like, literally they're just, it's like a path. They're playing a part. Exactly. It's mm -hmm. a path to being a content creator where you can make millions of dollars pushing a narrative that you know is false. Yeah. Like I, Robert Reich is not dumb. The dude's not dumb. He is. He is dumb. What he says is dumb. I was going to see if I should take him out. Of I dumb, don't, this is dumb bleep of the week, you know? Okay. He's not, he's not unintelligent. <laughs> I mean, the dude does have a, a, a few degrees. Mm. He's an economist. He worked for the white house. Like he's not, he's intelligent. So he has to know what he's saying is, is literal just gaslighting and manipulation. He has to know that. But I think, but, but see, I think these people, because I'll tell you one thing. I've never met a narcissist who wasn't smart as fuck. Okay. Mm -hmm. They, all of them are, they're really good. They're usually very articulate. They're, um, they're highly intelligent. They're really good at this kind of stuff. And so that's the thing. I think they have to know, but they just laugh after they make their Twitter posts. They just laugh. Well, he's really short. Like mm -hmm. they just, he's down there <laughs> laughing. Yeah. They laugh down there while, um, while looking at their bank account after all the people are buying their garbage <laughs> that they're selling. I think that's the more I look into this, that's the more I think that this is actually what's happening because they can't believe this garbage. And I think what's going to happen is you're going to start to see a shift because CNN and all these places are losing money. They're starting to lose a lot of money. Like CNN lost like $300 million on the CNN plus thing. Okay. So you're going to, that's They're going to, you're going to start to see a shift because of the market. And this is what, this is what we were talking about on Wednesday, by the way, the white pill of this is, is that because of the market and where the dollars are going, people voting with their dollars. You're going to have see a shift because they're not going to be able to continue to push this narrative and keep making the money that they're making. It just won't, it won't happen. Um, by the way, Twitter, as far as uh, media platforms, social media platforms that people use around the world, I was doing some digging on this today. Twitter's ranked number 15 as far as active users go. Wow. Okay. Literally, there are 14 other websites that have more active users. And by the way, they're barely above Reddit. Facebook is at 2.9 billion users. Twitter is at 436 That's million. Daily active users? Yeah. Well, it could be monthly active users. I don't know which one it is. Monthly active users monthly, on this okay. chart. Yeah. Uh, so 436 million for Twitter, 2.9 billion for Facebook. And Twitter getting bought by Musk is the death of democracy for sure. That's uh, that's exactly what's going to happen. Um, he also went on. I mean, he said it was social media. The ordinary rules of competition don't apply. Once a platform is dominant, it becomes even more dominant. And I put in here, Tom from MySpace disagrees with yeah. that. As Donald Trump discovered with his truth social fiasco, upstarts don't stand much of a chance, which is up 50% in the last four days and 300% since they released it. Um, also, also important to note. So anyway, we don't have to go through any of this because I already said basically I mean, all that. Social's like still the number one app on the app store, by yeah. the way. People are downloading it in droves. As long as Trump uses it, uh, I, I think it'll be fine. People will go there. It'll be just, just fine. To listen to what he has to say. Their stock popped up a ridiculous amount. He tweeted last night, from, or tweeted, see, they own the market. Yeah. He truthed 
from from Truth Social uh, last night, and they popped up like crazy overnight. All right, uh, there's another. So we're still on Robert Reich, who's dumb bleep number seven right now. Remember, each person is the dumb bleep. Now, this next one, I just I had to comment this on here, but um, the effective federal corporate tax rate fell to 14 to 15 percent in 2021, the lowest on record. Meanwhile, corporate profits hit a 70 year high. Corporations are looting America, plain and simple. So it fell to 14, 15 percent, the lowest rate on record since we started doing this. Do you know what else also happened that he didn't include in there? The net pro- the net proceeds. The uh, corporate tax revenue also hit an all-time high mm-hmm. at the same time. Isn't that weird? Isn't that just weird? All-time high. Yeah. I feel like maybe he shouldn't draw as much attention to that as he's wanting to because it's pretty easy to say, oh, well, you know, the corporate tax revenue is also at an all-time high at the same time. So listen back to my point, though. This is an individual creator versus, like, of course you're going to talk shit about companies Mm -hmm. because then, like, you draw more attention to your competition. Exactly. Yeah. I I found out, I mean, I already knew this, but through him posting this, it's not about the money they can bring in to the government or what they can do with it. It really isn't because if it was about the money they could bring into the government, then they would keep lowering the tax rate and taking in more money all the way until they hit that magical curve where they started losing money off of it. And they would keep doing that. That's not what it's about. It's about hatred for people who have money. Mm -hmm. It's about punishing people who are successful and punishing people who produce. That's all it is because even if they are getting more money than they've ever gotten from the corporations, They don't give two shits about it because the tax rate itself is the lowest that it has been. And that's all they care about. How much am I punishing other people's success and production? That is their measure. Not how much money they're bringing in. How much punishment are we doling out? Yeah. That's it. So that's That's number seven. I do have to read the last line of his article. Okay. He says, he says, unlike... Musk, unlike Musk's ambitions to upend transportation and interstellar flight, this one is dangerous. It might well upend democracy. So we're yeah. fine with him building EVs and going to space. Those things are fine, except we'll mention the amount of money the government gave you to go to space. But this one, Twitter, taking away the leftist owned platform where we can say whatever we want and silence those we disagree with, that one's going to upend. Final nail in the coffin. It will be damaging to me. So I'm not, I'm not worried about this for me. I'm worried about democracy. He's worried about you. He's worried about you mm-hmm. and what's going to happen to your beloved Twitter. And people are just going to be on there posting all kinds of ravaging things. It's this is just. Um, I honestly can't believe it's real. Like I mean, part of me, like I sees what they're doing and think it's on purpose now, but then also I'm like, I can't believe this is real. Maybe it's not. Maybe Robert Reich is a bot. Like I just, you know? like it's hard for me to imagine that these like people actually just can say these things and they just go to bed at night and wake up the next day and say the same things again. Like you just can't. And then if you point it out, by the way, then those call they'll call you crazy, and then there's nothing you can do about it. All right, do number eight. This is the last one. 
All right. Back to our rando. This is our rando of the week. Mm -hmm. All right. This is uh, Mama of Three says, My perfect world is one where there are no children starving or dying of cholera or dysentery from drinking dirty water. There, where no one is forced to sleep rough, wrapped in bits of cardboard, and no billionaires. <laughs> <laughs> How virtuous, Mama. And no billionaires. Three. How virtuous of you. Now, if we have the billionaires, then the number one thing you got to do is get rid of the billionaires. Screw yes. the kids. <laughs> exactly. I don't care if the billionaires are hurting the kids yeah. or helping the kids, doing anything. I've been anything. to get rid of this cardboard yeah. for a while now, <laughs> so I give it right to the kids. It's It's... My perfect world is one where there are no billionaires, and also, if we still can, I don't want kids to be dying from all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. That's basically what she's saying. Because uh, billionaires, you know, I don't know if you know this, but all that money that they want to spread out, they want to give it all, all that money out to everyone. Uh, that's why the money exists in the first place. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't just magically appear in front of everyone. We wouldn't just be able to print it. You see what happens when we just print money, by the way? Over the last couple of years, it wouldn't exist. So if you want to fix all those problems, then you're going to have to not round up all the billionaires. Like uh, we've already, people have already tried this ideology throughout history plenty of times. Okay. It's not going to work. Well, you can't save children if billionaires exist. No, you can't. It's not possible. sucking all the money out. So I, uh, I, I responded to a lot of stuff that she said, and I just talked about, um, what is it that you actually care about? Because, you know, listen, I don't agree. I don't know if Elon Musk is a moral person. I wouldn't vote for him to be the president or anything. I, you know, I don't agree with him on politics. I agree with him on speech. I think the stuff he makes is cool. I wouldn't want Jeff Bezos to be the president or anything. I don't want him to be in control of everything that I'm doing. I, I choose to give him my money. You know, I choose whether or not I'm going to give Elon. I've never given Elon Musk any money, you know? I've never, okay, well, I've had some Tesla shares before, but uh, I've never had to do that before. So what is the You actually, haven't bought your Cybertruck yet. Haven't. It's not out yet. Yet. So what is it that you actually care about? Because if you look at Jeff Bezos, because we were talking about him earlier, I, I exchanged like a hundred comments back and forth with this person. You know, we just went through this pandemic and we wanted to lock everyone in their homes. And the only reason that was even an option, if you were on the side that believes that hundreds of thousands or millions of lives were saved because people were able to stay home, then don't you think it was pretty damn important that people were able to get stuff delivered to their house? Well, Nate, we have Instacart now and Amazon, I mean, uh, Walmart. You mm -hmm. have to go through Amazon. What's interesting is none of those people were doing that until Amazon started exactly. doing it. Exactly. They created but that point market. to all the companies, like, oh, well, look at Walmart and Target now. They're mm -hmm. doing the free shipping. But none of that existed before Amazon's idea. And because it took off so much, the, uh, the competition had to step up and do the same thing. Do you think uh, that... Because uh, they wanted to compete... You think with people this new using company who was taking literally all the customers? Uh, what about people using electric vehicles? Is that going to stop climate change? Is that something that this person might be really worried about? Maybe the entire death of everyone on the entire planet. We're all going to die, you know. Well, one of the main issues with electric vehicles was that they were basically golf carts. You know, they're they were hilarious looking and they were a joke. And so Musk comes in and says, "You know what? I'll just make one that's really cool. It's going to be like the fastest car you can possibly get. It's going to be really awesome." You know, and all of a sudden they're producing a lot more, saving a lot of money when they uh, put things in space. Heck, 
sending over uh, sending over internet to people in Ukraine. You know, fighting the Russian, they got the Ukraine Nazis fighting the Russian Nazis. You know, they're able to use the internet to do that. So what is it that you actually care about? With this tweet and with Robert Reich's last thing, it's not about helping people. It's about punishing people who have more than other people because you're just envious. That's all it is. That is the number one thing. The socialists, they don't care about the poor. They hate the rich. And they disguise their hatred for the rich by acting like they want to help the poor. But it starts with a hatred for rich people. Mm-hmm. So anyway, and, and those are the democracy. dumb All right, let Don't me... Uh, democracy, Nate. Uh, democracy, that's the yes. main thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me put these numbers in here real quick. There were eight of them, and I'll tell you what they are before you can vote. Only the color it's neutral... people, by the way. So there were several dumb bleeps yeah. per person. Basically. Number one was Ari Melber with the MSNBC conspiracy theory about Twitter potentially censoring... Uh, political oh, candidates. Oh, yeah, that extreme left-wing mm-hmm. uh, conspiracy theory. Yeah. Number two is Elizabeth Warren. She had a couple videos. One about this being about power, and we need the power to be in the hands of the people. The second video was saying that Congress doesn't have to do everything. Yeah. Number three it was Senator Ed Markey, very concerned about algorithmic justice. Which I hear is pretty dangerous. It's a pretty big deal. Number four was the Holocaust survivor wanting to censor speech to prevent the next Holocaust. Of course. Yeah. Uh, number five was whoever the heck George Monbiot is talking about how free speech is lethal and Elon Musk buying is not a promise. It's a threat. Mm. Number six, Pramila Jayapal, tax rates and the wealth tax tweets that she had. We got to tax the wealth to prevent people from doing this. And also, I'm going to use a fake made up tax rate. That's fine. Number seven, Robert Reich III, who had his article talking about watching your wallets <laughs> when billionaires start talking about freedom. Not when the government starts talking about the stuff they're going to give you. Don't watch yeah. your wallets then. You watch it when billionaires start talking about free speech. By the way, the founders were rich people who mm. basically put their lives and their wealth on the line for freedom. Like well, you need to read this freedom. book. I'm about to interview the guy about, you know, might be wrong on that. Okay. <laughs> and he also talked about the corporate tax rate being the lowest it's ever been. And then number eight was our rando of the week. I want to help everyone. And no billionaires at the same time. Okay, same, same. All right, let's get those votes in. Get your votes in, folks. While you're doing that, I'm going to tell you to share the show with a friend, a family member, a foe, and the children. Please hit that subscribe button. Smash it, if you will. It's now, I think, a little plus in the top right-hand corner on your Apple podcast. You can also follow on Spotify or anywhere else that you're listening. And uh, then leave us that rating and review. Those things are still important. And if you do all those things, we'll be very much appreciated. Mm-hmm. So we do appreciate all of y'all. And then join the live group so you can come in here and vote. I mean, the more votes, the better. We got, uh, we're thinking about doing some mailing options and all kinds of things. So you <laughs> might as well get in here and vote. It only costs six bucks. It's not bad at all. I know inflation raised the price from five, but you know, six is fine. It's no big deal. So sign up, join gml.com. Make sure you click the link to get behind Nate's wall and join us right here. We've got some new members uh, that I've seen and who came in. Uh, uh, looks like so. it, it looks like Elizabeth Warren is running away with it right now. So this is about power. We got to give the power to the people. Also, mm-hmm. don't remember Congress. We shouldn't wait on Congress to do stuff. The president should just do whatever he wants. Whatever. He so it's fine. Mm-hmm. Very concerned about power. Yep. Very, very concerned. All right. 
That's the vote. Elizabeth Warren, Dumb Bleep of the Week. All right, y'all. That's it. Like I said, share the show. Hope you have a good weekend. If you do all those things, we'll be back again on Monday. Have a good weekend and a good morning, Liberty. Liberty.